It's exactly why I don't like do cliff jumping or why I don't go swimming in the deep end. I think I can do it. There's certain things you just know you're not equipped for, and that's one of them. Landing a plane, if you had to, backs against the wall. Not built for it. But if I had to, I could do it. Play plenty of video games. That's what I'm saying. I, I think I could. With 100%. I think I know a decent amount of people that could too, that, are, that at least would try. Because you have to, right? You're going to die. That's the thing. You don't, you don't have it, a choice. It's gonna, it's, someone has to land it. It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the Atomi area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. Oh my God! We go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 64 of the First Sit Podcast. Today is just Dikembe and I. Um, we got a decent amount of guests lined up moving forward, some to touch on the market, some to come back and touch on crypto again. We're sure you're aware. Two spicy things going on right now. And have now. seen what has been going on, but we don't really want to speak on it too much until we get people that know more about it than us back on the podcast. So that's in the headlights. And we got a couple of business owners <clears throat> that are booming in the area. So we have a good slate moving forward, but it was good to just have the Kembe and me back together. We do apologize for the gap in the episode from last week. I was on vacation. I had a great say, time. You missed me? No. You see, I didn't ask the whole time, right? You didn't. And I didn't. The people don't believe that. I see they, you all the time. They know that I didn't. You, you don't it was very that. nice. You don't mean that. North Carolina's great, man. How was it? Hey, dude, people know that's my spot. It's a different world down there. There's it, everyone's so nice. You remember last year we were talking about and it. And it's so slow. The world, dude, the way even people walk slow. They golf slow. They that, walk slow. They're in the grocery store scanning items slow. It's crazy. It's crazy. It just it tells me more and more that we're not meant for the city life. What do you mean? We need to move down to a nice rural suburban beach town speed, area. We need to get close enough to the city. We need to be accessible. Yeah, I don't like. I don't mind the but, speed here of the Philadelphia region, but people are definitely not nice here. That's the thing because they're, they're in a nice slow area. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's just something. Maybe it's something in the water. The weather is unbelievable. Water was great, bro. Like mm. I was going in the water and just like living and everyone was like what's this guy doing because supposedly you, it's super cold yes but we're cold water trained i was about to say that mm-hmm. i was about to say that they don't know no they don't know we've been training for this for for a couple of weeks now more than that bro months, months. wow for sure hmm. we like superhuman yeah months talking about uh water and all those things because mm-hmm. i see you got your bottle over there what you sipping on uh so same thing you are uh, just a reminder folks we do have a beverage sponsor Mm. Viable Energy Tea. Trying a different flavor today. Yeah, today we're trying the lemonade version. This is the best one. I thought I was going to like spicy ginger a lot. This one is definitely, this is smooth, easy. Yeah, this is his best one. Like you can sip on this all morning and just be good. Spicy ginger I didn't like as much as pomegranate. Mm. But this one, lemonade is is a solid. I would drink this every day. This is very good. And we the yeah, energy from Viable is crazy, folks. This is some good stuff. No crash, though. I'm with the L-theanine. I might play some Apex tonight after this. Oh, nice, dude. It's been a minute. I don't do that. It's been a minute. Yes, you do. So uh, yes, if you, you go to drinkviable.com, use the code FIRSTSIP10, you get 10% off your order. Mm. Lemonade. It's delicious. People got to try it out. Yeah. You got to try it out. Get you wired. A little late for us to be drinking this, but I'm going to be up late bothering Alex. Perfect segue of trying things out. Because you sent me one of those nonsense articles, right? I don't think it was nonsense. And I want to know how many people would try flying a plane if they had to. So there was a, in Florida, uh, dude, you know what I couldn't, I I didn't read the full thing, Mm -hmm. full disclosure. So it probably says in there, 
the pilot became oh, incapacitated. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know how? No, they, they, said like it was, they said it was some underlying medical condition that they weren't aware of. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so that's why. It. So they were still investigating like what's going on, but yeah. So, so pilot goes incapacitated. Everyone on the plane hears a commotion in the front. This was in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, everything crazy happens yeah. in Florida. Um, people, uh, people on the plane hear a commotion. An individual comes forward, literally gets in the pilot seat, has zero flight training, but he was the only one willing to step up to the plate ended up landing this plane just by ground control instruction. And let's not forget about the part of the article where he said, I don't have any actual hands-on experience, Mm -hmm. but I've been around aviation for years and I've seen people do it. So what do you think? Do you think maybe it said it in the article again, we should have read it more, but do you think that, Oh, what did he like work for TSA? Who the guy who was flying the plane? Yeah. No, he was just around aviation. So I think like he was just around like, um, how different like flight schools and stuff like that just around people who were doing <coughs> i think i could do it no way i thought of aj instantly me too for sure but when, i think i could i think with the instruction from ground control because they like basically supposedly fly themselves bro this was like a cessna which is one that? of those which like little like single engine like planes the one little like they use those in guyana to get to the waterfall oh like a like a pond hopper a little like passenger plane yeah like it's not oh it's, it's not the most sturdy thing Oh, it's like a, like a little plane. Yeah, like an, it was a small, like what, nine passenger plane? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he, that's the thing. Like so it was, somebody had to fly or else they all dead. In the article, he says um, specifically to ground control was overheard him saying, I don't know what to do as we start descending towards the earth. Could you imagine being in that position where you step up to the plate? Now it's on you. I mean, you're being a hero, but you stepped up to the plate. Now it's on you. Now you have to land it. Oh, 100%. And this is another part. Dies. This is another part that really started making me laugh was when ground control said to him, try to follow the coast either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. <laughs> so it was bro, real small because they didn't even know where he was. Bro, you are flying this plane and you tell him you can't find me? I need y'all to get me down to earth now. Wow, that's crazy true. And they, if they couldn't find him, they can't tell him where, where to go. Where to land. Damn. And there's so many other planes what in is, the sky that like... What did it say? Where did he land? Uh, I think it was back Did he land down, on a was, runway? Yeah, it was back down in Florida. I think it was... Uh, Somewhere like Palm Beach is like a terminal or something like that. Okay, so he landed at a terminal. Yeah. He hit the mm-hmm. runway. Yeah, uh, his aircraft eight miles out from Palm Beach International, just so he could have. A re- they said just so he could have a really big target to aim at. So they didn't expect him to be able to land this safely. Of course not, bro. Do you, do you, obviously, you've flown before, like, and I just flown. I just flew recently for a vacation. Yo, when you when you're coming into the earth, probably going what six hundred miles an hour. I have no idea how it's, fast you're coming into the earth. It's insane. They just put little wheels out. And you just skid, just skid to a break. Just perfectly just skid straight across. And this guy with no training, just through vocal guidance, mm-hmm. landed the plane. But like you're saying, you know, we've played a couple of video games. I know I could do it. With flight simulation. If flight it was life aspects. or death, I could do it. Because you know when you push down, that goes, you know. Exactly. It, and then the you th- pull back. Pull up goes up. That's We know that. I know that. Right? We got the basics. And if you think about it, like... You just, it, this is so funny. We're making it seem like it's easy to land a plane. You know, you know, the little wheels are out. You just got to like, just skid, just skid. Just don't do it too much. Yeah. Just don't. Do you know how scary that'd be, bro? As you're going down. I would also be incapacitated. Oh yeah. Well, you would pass out. If I had to take over, they would have to get somebody to take over for me. Honestly, you would just be a liability because you would just create weight, dead weight. And more and more problems. Correct. Because they would have to drag you out. That's exactly why I don't like do cliff jumping or why I don't go swimming in the deep end. I think I could do it. There's certain things you just know you're not equipped for. And that's one of them. 
landing a plane if you had to backs against the wall not built for it but if i had to i could do it play plenty of video games that's what i'm saying i I think i could with 100 percent. i think i know a decent amount of people that could too that that at least would try because you have to right you're gonna die that's the thing you don't you don't have a choice it's gonna it's someone has to land it speaking of death Mm -hmm. the other article you sent i know that was crazy that was another one. How many deaths? 300 Three, so far? 300 died. It, it, was it South Africa or Africa? Yeah, South Africa. There was a massive landslide that happened because they had... South four, Africa's deadliest storm. In one day, they had four times the monthly average of rain. Some reports reported more than 12 inches of rain in 24 hours. Dude, that would be like... We, wouldn't that be like, f- like Philadelphia would be feet flooded. of snow? <laughs> yeah. Think about like what happens to Philly after just like four or five inches of rain. Right. 12 inches so it uh 300 people died due to landslides bro have you ever watched the videos of a landslide yeah that's what i'm saying like how that's, scary it is that's one of those things that the like, earth just gives out and mud and mass between that and washes sinkholes, away between that and sinkholes those are two things that like when i see them happening it's just an instantly humbling moment it's just like you know what there's just certain things that you just have to come to grips with and be like i what do you do well the the landslide what I, do you do see i feel like i feel like a sinkhole is was a more is a more concentrated area think about it. like have you ever seen some of the massive sinkholes bro have you seen the one on the road down down here by the oh you don't take that way down by the diner no i'm, I'm talking about like the ones that are swollen houses a car, a car went into it that's yeah that's that's pennsylvania for you yeah dude it, it's like it was like the size of honestly picture like an rv mm-hmm. turned sideways mm-hmm but if it was a square, if that makes sense, that's how large yeah. out of nowhere a car was just driving over and the concrete just gave. Could you imagine if you were in your car and that happened? Once again, I'm done. Yeah. Well, yeah. You're not I'm, dying, but I'm I think done. your body would go limp. So you'd be okay. I'm, I'm screaming. But see like the landslide, you're just, dude, you're just chalked the dirt and water. Just what do you do? And uh, yeah. And the thing is like, you think about the infrastructure and how different it is as far as like the way houses are built. There's, there's no chance. And what a horrible death that would be. Yeah. Drowning in mud. Yep. Like, because you die of suffocation. Probably. Those are all the things that were running through my head when you sent that. I was like, there's so many levels to this type of story or like these natural disasters that you, that just are so abnormal. You know, there's just, you hope that you never have to go through it. And it's so unfortunate to see other people going through these things. Of course. But damn. Speaking of a uh, crazy way to go. And we've talked about fears before on the podcast while I was on vacation <clears throat> I was golfing, obviously. I'm in North Carolina. And I'm playing with my buddies. And I walked towards uh, super high grass because I hit my ball, admittedly, into the rough. And mm. like real high wet grass. And my one buddy goes, dude, I wouldn't go in there. Be wary of water moccasins. I thought he was kidding. Don't know why you would think that's a joke. Yeah, it wasn't a joke. So I, I walk into the like the marsh. Dude, I step on like the, like I guess like the whatever it was grass mm-hmm. and like it crunches down and I hear like and I look down and there's a red and black like five feet long red and black snake and he just goes right into a hole right mm. next to me at that moment I realized I'm I'm not getting a single ball that doesn't go on the fairway today <laughs> there's just no I would have sat in the golf cart the rest of the day D- dude but but I did because of that I learned a very useful rhyme for our listeners people know this I don't think people know this. This is common knowledge. Red and yellow, kill a fellow. Red and black, good friend, fellow of Jack. Friend of Jack. Let's Why do you keep doing that? Red and yellow, kill this, a this fellow. Is common knowledge. Red and black, friend of Jack. So if you see red and yellow bands before the black, 
it's a venomous snake. Bro. If you see just red and black, it's a friend of yours. You know, this is one of those times. This one was just red and black. So I wouldn't have died. I'm, I'm not staying there close enough to figure out which, which ring is sitting on which ring. If I see it, I'm gone. Yeah, but well, I mean, at least you know if it bites you. Mm, at that point, take but you me. you also pass out. Yeah, that's true. Take me, Lord. Take my life. That's true. Because at that point, I was, I was slipping. Oh, he caught me slipping, then I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. It's out of my hands here now. We, we need to um, touch in on housekeeping items yeah. as well. Yeah. We have a lot coming up. Yes, we do. How's that's your book club going? little intermission here. Yeah. Book club, we sent out um, the book of the month for May yesterday which is I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. And I think it's a book that I talked about before on here, but I'm very excited to start reading with the group because one, it's, it has a lot of conversational points around like what people do with their money, like behavioral finance and stuff like that, but also some good actionable things that you can start implementing to change up like maybe like your finance system, like how you like manage your money on a monthly basis. So it'll be good to see like what people think about those kind of things and then what we can do from that, so. How many people? Do we got? Um, right now, I think we're right around 10 members. That's great. Dude. Yeah. That's a good move. So that's what I was like, when going over the past month, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, starting this, what happens if more people sign up than you can really manage? For real? Yeah. Luckily, 10, you can easily manage, but. Of course. But it's still like, you, you feel like there's this level of like, you, you have a level of responsibility, right? It's like. Yeah, you do. Because yeah. you started it. Exactly. And now it's like, okay, well, 10 people are now expecting something. So it's just like, you can't drop the ball. Same thing with like the podcast, right? That's like, good though. It gives you yeah. something to do. Oh, 100%. Not that you don't have things to yeah. do, but it's cool to have a an extra task. Yeah. And you know how my mind works. Like I love, like, I can't sit still with like, when okay. it comes to like mental work and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I just love to be able to create, and this is another thing that just fills that that area, right? That creative space in my mind where I'm like, okay, it's not really demanding, and you can just do it for fun, you know, and you can just work and interact with other people, so. And something you care about. You literally yeah. love reading self-development oh, books. All the time. Right. Self-development, fiction, you know, I'm big. Yeah, yeah. Just books take you places, man. Other housekeeping item. Um, the first SIP Spike Ball Tournament is 100% on. It will take place on June 25th. We have insane interest moving forward. Again, all proceeds will go where, Dikembe? To U.S. National Sports. Yes. U.S. National Which Sports. Which is a nonprofit. We're going to try to just dedicate all of the funding to one specific athlete mm-hmm. and just change his overall sporting experience. Yep. Buy him equipment or, or she equipment they never would have been able to access. I was thinking about that the other day, too. Like, think about how cool that would be to follow along with that kid for just through the next couple of years. Like, imagine starting with a kid in middle school. Well, they might go pro. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then remember us. Of, of course. Of course. And take us to the top. So listen, if y'all got any kids out there, nephews, nieces, who y'all trying to get to the top. Yeah, let, let us know. know. We would ha- be know. happy to keep it in the community. Let us know. We got some people. Yeah. We can develop the youth. So again, June 25th, we are going to do a charity spike ball tournament. It's going to be held at All Elite, right? Elite Sports, yeah. Elite Sports <laughs> facility in Maniunk. Um, we're going to have either four or six nets going, double elimination tournament. I can hopefully get a couple of vendors out there, but drinks, food, um, and it's just going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's circle back on that real quick too, because I want to say like, if anybody is in the area, you know, and if they want to sponsor the event, if they have any ideas of who would be a good vendor, you know, for this kind of event, go ahead and reach out to us, send us a DM, text us, shoot us an email because we are looking for people. Yeah. I think it'll be a good, um, good way for them to get exposure as well. So let yeah. us know. Yeah. We're always looking for partners too. So, yeah. and, and if you've done something like this, this is mine and Dikembe's first go at this. It's yeah. our first time hosting a tournament. Yeah. Um, and we're learning along the way. It's $30 per player or $60 a team. There will be a grand prize and the rest of all proceeds will go towards the charity. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a cash prize. So 
We look forward. Please reach out to us if you have other questions, and we are going to open up signups very soon and start building out the bracket. So it's going to be a good time. Oh yeah, I mean, I just feel bad for the rest of the the like competition because I'm I'm in it. Well, that, we're going to make sure that the officiating is done correctly because um, <laughs> we got to make sure that these things are balanced and fair and um, we do ethical. Need, we need. Oh, that's another thing. If you know, so, and if you're a listener and you are a morally ethical individual, which is not me. Um, we, we're looking for refs also. Dikembe's going to sure ref. Not when it comes to spike ball. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to try to get us official shirts too. I was talking to Vic about some stuff. Mm. You know he likes to do that stuff. He does. He's very creative. Yeah, he does. But um, you're talking about the cash prize, and some people might need that in these next couple of uh, months. Uh, yes. The way the, um, we said we weren't going to touch too much on it, but there's right. a couple things we can lead into. Because the market has been acting up. We are officially entering the, I believe, right? It is officially declared that we've entered a recession. Right? Not yet. Um, to have, Well, I mean, like people are saying, like, just based on like the numbers we're seeing and everything like that, we're going to be leading into a recession. By definition. Um, so what? you would need two quarters of negative growth, uh, right? Negative economic growth to, to have it called the quote unquote recession. Okay. So that's not um, right. That's not yet. No, but that's why a lot of people also look at it as kind of like a lagging indicator of like what's going on in the economy because by the time that happens it's usually like you're already seeing the writing on the walls right so like we like we've talked about over the past couple of weeks like the price of gas bro you were right two two successive quarters a period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activity are reduced y'all know i got a little financial generally identified by a fall in gdp in two successive quarters nice good and that's why i like a lot of people now because most of the things that we're seeing today is pretty much what we saw leading up to 2006, right? Like early 2000s leading up to that time. A lot of money was floating around the market. People were doing a lot of dumb shit with it back and forth, spending money here and there like like the party was never going to end. And that's why it's interesting to hear how many people are saying like, just look at history, review the past, right? Check on these previous cycles. Yeah, typically once every nine years. Right, to see like how you can kind of weather this storm. And that's why it'll be interesting because the last time we had Decmar on, right, we were talking about like, is that a recession in the headlights? And he talked about some things that you can do to weather the storm and like to prepare yourself for these gaps. Mm-hmm. Once it, like, and not just him, but like any, if anybody's really tapped into financial stuff or not, like you can see this is, I would say, common knowledge in that field. But the information is out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be interested to see like how people get through this over the next couple of years, especially for older people who went through the past, uh, the past recession. Right. Because if you're running through and making like some of the same or didn't like prep based on the last one, those are the conversations I love to hear and be like, OK, like, so what? What did you do and like, what are you doing now to like get through this? Right. Because like you say, these things happen over and over. Yeah. Not, and not to, to tell anyone what to do, but recessions are when millionaires are made folks, Mm -hmm. when the market free fell during the COVID pandemic, when the the scare originally hit, people made life changing income Mm -hmm. by buying the dip, buying the fear and obviously, we don't know anyone's situation, and we wish nothing but That's the best really for point, yeah. everyone listening. But if you can work as hard as you possibly can right now to stack capital, make sure you are in a position where you are good for six months from a cash standpoint. If all goes to shit, you have six months worth of money set aside and grind more on top of that so you can buy this dip and grow your wealth because that's my plan. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear my plan? I'm going to try to work 16 hours like from now until this thing just free falls. I'm going to, I don't care what I have to do, whatever is on top of my, my current job, dog watching, bartending, caddying mm-hmm. on the side, dude. Oh, you know, I'm we 29. Gotta a, we got to do a whole other episode about that. And I think it'll be Go perfect get it. for where we're headed right now. 
is just about the side hustle economy, mm-hmm. right? Um, so let's just touch, touch on that right now. There's so many, what, last month they had the job report that came out and said there was 11 million um, available jobs out there in the U.S., 4 million unemployed people, or quote-unquote unemployed. Mm-hmm. So there was literally two jobs out there for every unemployed person. Right. When you think Listen to what you just said. Two jobs for every unemployed person, right? right? So when you think about that, there really is so many opportunities out there for people who are saying like, okay, how can I hustle and bustle to prepare myself for what's coming up, right? And even if it's just to set up some emergency savings, you know, like in, and like, like you said, like common knowledge, like everyone says, okay, three to six months of expenses, you know, to get through any sort of like thing. I think we also have to consider what we just went through in the past two years when we look at like how long we can be in a stretch of not knowing when we'll get back to a normal um, economic space, right? Or a normal place of business. So when we say like three to six months, I think if people are in the position to, try to spread that out to at least like a year. Sure. Right? Um, if your income is really great and you don't have that many expenses, people will say like, you really should like, and I mean, Google this if you think I'm bullshit in like 60 months of expenses is where people say like, if you can establish that, you'll weather any recession that comes up in the next, in the rest of your life. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't set aside 60 months of bills yeah, right now. But it's That's like, insane. But we talk about it. Like if you're, if you were to do that now until you were 35, mm-hmm. you have what, like the next six years to do that? You're right. So what does that look like, right? Like if you said, okay, I'm going to put away this per year, blah, 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 like the same way you went into a retirement account mm-hmm. and just set it aside and don't even think about it, right? But that's your safe nest egg for when things do go down. Yeah, the, the only problem is is, is typically a safe, uh, the safest nest egg is the market. But right now the market's free falling. Not so necessarily. You're just, well, Let's consider the things like I, I put up a video about this on, on my page on Monday where you, because right now, like you're saying, where are some safe places that people can shift their money when things are shift, are shaken up right now, especially mm-hmm. if you don't want to be in the market seeing these dips. Mm-hmm. When the Fed is, especially when the Fed is raising the rates and all those things to fight inflation, the first place that people are going to move some of their money is over to some sort of savings account or a CD, mm-hmm. right, like a certificate of deposit. Like those are the ones that are going to give you safe, guaranteed 1%, 2% return on your money. Right, it's not going to fall. Exactly, especially if you're in a place where you have to be ultra conservative with what you're doing and you can take on the risk. We're very young. Right. right, we can go through a recession, lose some money, and make it back. Yeah, well, there that's what people, I'm saying. Like now, saying, is parents the time. can't do that. Yeah, no, they can't. It, it's actually mm-hmm. scary for individuals who are about to retire. Hundred oh, percent, bro. Could you imagine sitting there like you have a four hundred like four hundred one k and mm-hmm. you were planning on retiring this year, and th- what you're looking at? There was another because um, you know I'm always reading these weird things. Another report that came out recently that said because we might have seen that the great um, resignation happened right over the past two years. People were leaving their job, taking early retirements. A lot of them are now having to go back to their jobs. Interesting. Because of what's going on with the market, right? Because of like bad mis- uh, money mismanagement and different things like that. So sure. like you said, like, I don't know. There's no easy blueprint to get through these things, but there's very safe decisions that people can make with their money. And I hope people are spending the time, like we said, to read the books. Like I will teach you to be rich, all those things, because the information's out there, and I think we just have to sometimes look at our behaviors around these things and be like, yo, am I really making the adjustments that need to be made right now to get through this roller coaster that we're going through? Yeah, and, and our dem- and the, the typical demographic that listens to this podcast it, oh, tip, typically is not in the position that's going to like be retiring, yeah. which is why, I, it's like just to reiterate, because it's what I'm going to be doing, if you can pick up something on the side and save up some cash so that you can buy the dip that is coming take lemons and make lemonade out of what is on the horizon 
because if you're like me and, and you're, you're paying attention to your brokerage account and it's red and it is <laughs> going to keep being red. So like you um, said, that's the time that you don't want to get, you don't want to get scared. No. Cause you, you brought up uh, what happened at the beginning of the pandemic where a lot of people were making money. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people came into the bank that same, those first three weeks in March and said, I'm taking all my money out. Oh, I'm sure. And two months later, I need to get all my money back in the market. I just missed that big spike that happened. Yep. Why didn't you tell me about the blah, 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 blah. Well, that's not your fault, but of course it's not, you yeah, know, and yeah. thank God we have a hundred disclaimers that you have to read and stuff like that. But people will always want to, you know, look back on it and be like, damn, why didn't somebody tell me or damn, why didn't I do that? Yeah. And, and, and that's, and we're just setting the stage because mm-hmm. we're, we're going to have individuals on and the overall goal of this podcast is always somewhat betterment mm-hmm. no matter what the stage is, but we're going to have some people on it and, and hopefully we can guide people to make some good decisions. Yeah. And, and like you said, you know, just connecting with other people because we go into these things, like we said, just eyes open, open mind being like, yo, like what can we do in these environments? Like people are talking about it, but let's just stay open minded and see where the opportunity is. Yep. You know, so connecting with people like Deckmar, connecting with people like Natalie, it's cool to pick their brains and see like, okay, what moves are they making? Because they're really, they really do this, right? Like they are really in this space. So yeah. what type of knowledge can I pick now to implement into my game? Yeah, I, 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 it's going to be interesting to get Natalie back on and, and I, I want to find someone else that's in the crypto space just to see where their head is at right now. What like, are you are, looking for uh, to talk about? Like, well, are you buying more? Or are you, are you scared? So you're looking for more like an investor, like somebody who's heavy invested in this Yeah, space. I mean, we'll, I think we, we'll find someone, but mm-hmm. uh, um, people make a lot of money on crypto, dude. Mm-hmm. And when moments like this happen, they make the most money. Oh, well, that was another point that I had written down because you brought that up before too. Um, well, two things on that. The amount of people who made money off of crypto gains in the past couple of years that were buying houses over the past couple of years that are now affecting housing like costs and all those things right. has been crazy to see and hear about. Oh, I'm sure. Right. People taking out those monies from their gains that they're making saying, yo, I'm going to roll this over into a more conservative asset, right? Something that'll weather the storm because, well, that's another thing too. If people are saying like, okay, what can I do to get through home ownership? I think out of the past like nine recessions, there's only been one time that home values have gone down. Interesting. Eight out of nine recessions, home values have gone up every single time. Interesting. Even this year, even this year, home, home values are slated to go up between six to 12%. Wow right? Depending on the market that you're in. So even with all the nonsense we're going through, right. houses are still going to appreciate. So people said, okay, I'm making my crypto gains. I'm making the money in the stock market. Let me take that out and put it into something else. But that also brought me to the other point that I wrote down when you brought up was the amount of short-term taxes that people had to pay this year that the government, did you see that article that came out? Bro, you know what's so funny when you, when you, I didn't see the article when mm-hmm. you bring up taxes, I think like when people make large sums of money, mm-hmm. it's so funny how they don't recognize that taxes are like a real thing. You, you see, I like, I ask people about all the time. I'm like, yo, like, what's I know you do tax? Like, because like, I, bro, I would sit and see people get ruined yeah. by taxes. Like, yo folks, if you use FanDuel, DraftKings, if it's, you go to the a casino serious, a lot, yeah, they're not taking- if you win a large amount of money, you get taxed on that. Like yeah. FanDuel and DraftKings will email you a tax form and you, uh, tax and, time has passed. And we got to think if they're emailing you, they have already reported it to IRS. Yeah. yeah, Oh yeah. Right. So we can't forget me like, oh, well they're never going to come for me. Yeah. And okay. it doesn't even matter if you've lost a lot after you've won that one big time, that one big time alone you're getting taxed on. Has to be reported. I've never been fortunate enough to be in that position. It has to be reported. I just donate. That's it. You know, to FanDuel and to DraftKings. Mm. Maybe you could write that off. Oh, I should. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell them you did some charitable don- donations. Yes, I'm Jerry. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm very charitable. Donating uh, to their business. Wow. Yes. That is pretty yes. funny. The NBA Damn. playoff season has not been good for me. 
but that's fine. Um, so good. So we're excited. We have a log, like a large slate of people coming up that we're excited to talk about some interesting topics. And this next half year is going to be crazy. And we're just appreciative that everyone has been tapped in. We've been doing this for 64 episodes, man. Yeah. I think it just hit me again. That's pretty cool. Like these next six months, we got some stuff going in. Yeah. We got to grind. We got to make it through the market. We got to come up. Damn right. That's right. We got to rise up with people. That's it, man. The sky is falling. Yes. We just, what, what is your um, content record of the week to come Oh, damn. Okay. I've been practicing this all week to try to get it right. Yeah. You're going to say it wrong. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Boom. Nice. Is that right? Please, please don't look it up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that's right. And it's on Netflix. I think it was wrong. Bro, I think that's right. Look it up real quick. Uh, okay. uh, let me check. Yo, no, but, no, people are going to look it up and they're going to make fun of you. We're not going to look it up. They're going to be like, no, bro, what right. did you even say? I'm you don't you, even remember I know what you that's said. What, I know that's what it is. But man, I've been finding these shows that have just been leaving me on the edge of my seat. And what did you think about the show to come back? And this one was, I, I didn't even know if, if I enjoyed it because, okay, it starts off, I'll just give it a little synopsis. Obviously, it's about a woman who sits in, a, she sits in her house across the street from this new neighbor who has moved in recently. And she just observes and she's a people watcher. We all know people like that in our neighborhood. Maybe some of our parents are like that. For sure. All right. My mom been a window watcher a couple times. Dude, I don't see, you know, what's crazy. What? I don't, I don't recognize any of my neighbors doing that Mm. because I'm out on my deck, which is higher than everyone. So you, oh, so you a high watcher. And I think that's me. (laughs) Exactly. You are. I'm up there always looking at, you know, what's going on. You, you are the people watcher. You're going to call me one day and be like, yo, I think I just saw a murder across the street. I hope not, dude. And I would be here so fast to help investigate. That'd be such a bummer. What do you mean? To see a murder? Oh, I thought you meant about the investigation. Oh, no. Because, you know, I've been prepping for this. So has your wife, Alex. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. So Regarding the show, she sits in the window. Across the house from this new neighbor that moves mm-hmm. in, right? And she witnesses a murder. Mm. She doesn't know exactly who has committed the murder because all she sees is a woman walk into the window with blood gushing out of her neck. Mm. And now she's sitting here panicking, trying to call 911. I've just seen a woman get murdered. I've just seen a woman be murdered. She goes outside, and I think it starts raining. And she has this weird phobia of rain. Dude, how? So, I've, so folks, I've seen the show. Um, right. But. Bro, how did you. When she fell down. Dude, screaming. Can you imagine being that scared of rain? I thought she was melting. Like I bet you that has to be a real thing, right? Because she was so traumatized from a certain event that happened. Oh, well, we talked about rain. phobias. Yeah, so I, I guess so. It has to be. Yeah. We but, don't have to add that one to the list. I mean, one of our good buddies was super scared to drive in the rain. We got a friend like that? Yeah. I'm not friends with them no more. No. That's crazy. No, we got to cut him out. It's crazy. That's soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. Driving in the rain. But it was. it's a good show. So what did you think about it? About the show? Mm-hmm. Scale uh, out of 10. So uh, out of 10, I would give it a, I would watch another season if a second season came out. Mm, I would okay. watch it again because it's an easy watch. Yes, it is. Um, I'd give it like a 7.8. That's 7.7. Right seven. I was right there, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's above an 8, and I don't think it's below a 7. Mm-hmm. I think it's in that range where it's funny, know. and I'm a big fan of Kristen Bell. I think she's, uh, she's great. Oh, so great. And, and I want to know if anybody else predicted what was going to happen though at the end. No. Because I didn't. I didn't see it coming. No one did. I, I thought it was 10 other people before I thought it was that person. <laughs> Yes. And there's only like 10 people in the whole series. Mm-hmm. So I went through the whole Rolodex before I got to her. I like how they play it out too about who yep. it could potentially be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, let us know what y'all think. Yeah, please let us know what you think. You want to hear mine? What you got for us? 
so mine's also a Netflix show. Um, dude. So it's a game show with his, his name, Howie Mandel, the dude from yeah, the yeah. deal. The one with the bald head. Yeah. Yep. So it's called bullshitting. Okay. It's a oh, su- I've seen the uh, poster for that one. So, um, it's a super cool idea. The premise of the game show is you're given a trivia question with a multiple choice of four answers. You choose the answer. After you choose the answer, you immediately are notified if you were right or wrong. You then have to tell a panel of three judges what your answer was and why it was correct. So, Albert, did the Rams win the Super Bowl? Or no, Albert, who was the player that scored the touchdown for the winning the Super Bowl this year? Right? Cooper Cup, Odell, Matt Stafford, Cam Akers. Mm -hmm. I would choose Cooper Cup. Okay. I then have to tell the judges, even if I was wrong, why Cooper Cup was the right answer. You have to lie if you're wrong. You have to bullshit. Wow. So you can be wrong the entire yeah. show. Every trivia question you can but be you wrong. You have to be a good make, liar. You just got to, oh, we would kill this. I know. Oh my gosh. I, bro. And and to get on, so the coolest part to like get in the, the contestant seat, mm-hmm. you have to first be one of the judges. And you are graded on calling the person's bullshit. And if you have the highest percentage of right guesses that either they were right or wrong, you get next. You get to compete next. Wow. For a million dollars. You'd like it, bro. It's like what 29 minute episodes. It is a very cool concept. I think it'll be a very fun game for house parties. That's kind of crazy. I think I just gave away my idea for making a card game. Well, there's a card game like that. You think so? Called bullshit. Yeah. No way. Yeah. It's, um, we play it down in Guyana. What? Where you got to like say if you were right or wrong and like people got to um, guess? Damn. What is it? Like, I was thinking, like, an actual copyrighted... It's, like, something you have to, like, pick a couple of cards, right? And then you call out saying, like, you have a certain set, and somebody calls bullshit on you. And if they're right, then they get the point. If they're wrong, then you get the point, and they lose a point. Yeah, do you get to, like, tell a story as to why you're no, right? No, See, this, like, dude... Yeah, you might be on to something Yo, like some of the... Some of the responses that these people mm-hmm. were giving, like, it, it, they were, like, making up stories about how, like, they were born in Germany. Because the questions are ridiculous. Like, you don't... You won't know... 80% of the questions. They're ridiculous. Maybe They're we so need to create hard. a game. Well, it already is a game. No, maybe we need to create a game. Like a board game? Yeah. For house parties. People make money. Bro, that's what I wanted to do. That's yeah. what I just said. And now someone's going to listen and they're going to be rich on what I said. Well, this is why we say we can't put out all ideas. So we got to come up with another one. But bullshitting on Netflix, folks, it's really fun. And it'll be fun for you to sit there, whoever you're watching the show with, engage if, if you think the person's lying or not. Mm. It's it's crazy to watch their tells and like see people lie. Like that's look it. look away. Mm-hmm. Or change their body language. It was cool. Yep. Damn. Mm-hmm. I would be so good on that. I think you would be good on that show too. I'm gonna go sign up. Uh, we should both try. I think you have a better chance of getting on. Let's though. go kill it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm made for TV. Yeah. That was where I was going with that. Yep. Well, folks, um, we really appreciate you listening. As always, we can do nothing but express gratitude. Um, we are growing, and we're excited about it. I was trying to hold it in, man, because I didn't want to go back and ask you why <laughs> why you said I wasn't meant for TV. No, you're meant for TV. No, no, no. Let's just I keep just going with your outro. I, no, no, we're going to come back to this later. <laughs> Folks, we got a large slate coming up of great guests. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, enjoy the first six.